This week in Baltic Offshore Wind in 5 minutes. Brought to you by BalticWind.eu Hello, I'm Krzysztof Bulski, Publishing Director at BalticWind.eu and I would like to welcome you to this episode of our weekly podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Baltic Power, one of the most advanced offshore wind farm projects in the Polish part of the Baltic Sea. For more information on the joint investment of PKN Orlen and Northland Power, please visit balticpower.pl. Now, let's have a look at the top news of the past week. The CEO of Siemens Gamesa Renewable Energy, Jochen Eichold, put forward a thought-provoking opinion on LinkedIn, referring to the New York Times piece on the state of the European wind industry. He indicated that although people would think that the sector should be blooming in current circumstances, actually it's not, and there are many reasons for that. The European Commission is launching the Clean Tech Europe initiative, a new platform to strengthen its value chains for clean energy. This platform aims to advance the key industries that will deliver Europe's clean and digital transitions. These include wind and solar energy, heat pumps, storage, grids and renewable hydrogen. The Offshore Wind Energy Center at the Gdańsk University of Technology is following up its series of open lectures with specialists from the wind energy industry. It is holding a meeting with Professor Carlo L. Botasso, who holds the chair position at the Technical University of Munich in Germany, where he is the founding director of the Wind Energy Institute. He will deliver the lecture the Future of Wind Beyond Economic Competitiveness on Friday, 9th of December. Environmental impact assessment is one of the key stages in the development of any offshore wind farm. However, today in Poland, for the 11 projects in Phase 2, it takes on special significance. It is the environmental decision that it is to be one of the three key phases to the CFD auction, among the nine required of the Offshore Act. The Polish offshore wind is actually changing. The entrenched approach to permitting is being strongly revised and new projects are facing challenges unprecedented for the Baltic Sea. This creates risks that require mitigation, but also provides opportunities to build significant uh, competitive advantages. And that was pointed out by Michał Kaczorowski, the CEO of Abiens. I invite you to read further on BalticWind.eu. More news from Poland. The law freezing gas prices for residential consumers in 2023 includes a provision for the valorization of support for companies developing offshore wind energy. It was demanded by the industry due to rising inflation and project costs. Investors who obtained the right to cover the so-called negative balance based on the Energy Regulatory Office decision will be able to receive a valorization starting in 2022. 
the first projects in the Polish Baltic Sea, BC Wind is one of them, attract particular attention nowadays. Their development shows what works well and where there are barriers from the legalization side, supply chain preparation, infrastructure, etc. So at what stage is BC uh, Wind? Well, we spoke with Kacper Kostrzewa, the BC Wind project director, and he answers those and many more questions in an interview that is available on the balticwind.eu page. And as the Russian aggression continues, we continue to closely follow all information related to Russia's war against Ukraine and its consequences, which are relevant for the offshore wind industry in the Baltic Sea. We stand with Ukraine. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We are excited to share more news on the offshore wind industry in the Baltic Sea next week. This was the week in Baltic offshore wind in five minutes. Follow BalticWind.eu for more daily news from the Baltic Sea offshore wind industry.